Hello guys and welcome to another episode of the Backmarkers F1 show. We're pleased to have you along for our Spanish Grand Prix preview and we got to get to it. Just let him go on with it. He's too excited. Come on, boys! <laughs> we did it! I know there's a lot of Dutch fans that watch us and if you're an Ajax fan, I, I really apologize for this next scene. No, you don't. But, <laughs> no, I, really? I, I honestly do because they played a fantastic match. They're a great team. They're going to lose a lot of guys next year because they're just unbelievable. Um, and full shout to them. Like I wouldn't want to be on the wrong side of history either. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because Tottenham's on the right side of history, and we're off to the Champions League final. And holy hell, what a comeback! The boys did it. It was an amazing to watch in the pub. It was just oh, I pulled my back because I jumped too high <laughs> during the celebrations during yeah, the third goal. I'm worried about your blood pressure levels right now. I can see I have veins that I didn't know I had. <laughs> but you know what? It's all worth it. We did it. And again, if you're, I know we have a lot of Dutch fans who are an Ajax fan. I, I honestly, I truly feel sorrow for you because I was feeling that exact same thing for about 90 minutes. But <laughs> at 91st minute, it reversed. We did it. Okay, I'm done. I'm done, I swear. Okay. <laughs> That's all I need. Thank it's you for getting that off my chest. Thank you. <laughs> and thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, so you're pretty happy. I'm very happy. I, you know, it could have been me shitting on like every single team in F1. But now I'm going to be – Williams could win the could win Spanish Grand Prix. <laughs> now you're very positive. Are you, are you saying you're comparing Spurs to Williams? No, we haven't bottled that bad. <laughs> Who would Ajax be then? Um, Oh, that's tough. Who, like, just breaks down the last second? Oof, good question. It's been Daniel Ricciardo this year. I guess that's true. Renault. So they'd be Renault right now. Yeah. Something about the U- European <laughs> engines. They just fail. just doesn't work. Well, unless you're German. That's true. Then it's fine. But, uh, yeah, well, good good Champions League football going it on. Was, uh, yeah, right it was, so, yeah. I'm very happy, yeah, as you can tell. Clearly. Clearly. Um, so, uh, <laughs> the boys. You're good, though? You're, you I'm got good. that all out? It's off my chest. Awesome. I'm going to be amped up the whole broad, or the whole podcast. Um, voice is a little raspy. I apologize for that. <laughs> um, but it's over and done with. Let's get on to the Grand Prix. One year ago, actually, let's, let's segue into this. One year ago, I was actually in Spain. For the Spanish Grand Prix. Just oh, yeah, that's like right. On the other side of the country yeah. where no one was talking about it because it's very interesting how Spain worked. And if you want to kind of get my recap or, or I guess, it's a long, rundown it's of there, it's yeah. still up on our channel. Just go back a year ago. It's literally me standing inside a Spanish house yeah. talking. I think it was like episode 17, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, but it, it, just in that video, I just compared how interesting it was. At least I think I did that video, or maybe I did when I came back. How interesting was that. You know, the race was in Barcelona, northern Spain. Mm-hmm. We were just south of Jerez, which obviously Jerez has held Grand Prix in the past, some classics. Right. Um, and I think they should go back there. Um, or Valencia Street Circuit. Um, it's just, it was so interesting that there wasn't a lot of talk about the Grand Prix down south. I mean, the MotoGP was happening, I believe, the week before in Jerez. Uh, and that took up a lot of the talk, but it, it just... Like, if you're watching from southern Spain, how big is F1 in southern Spain? Because I didn't really catch it too much. I didn't really notice that people's love for F1 down there. It was more up north. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I'm not sure if it's something to do with uh, with territory or... Yeah. Um, I mean, like, at the time, obviously, they still had Alonso in, uh, in, the, in yeah, the paddock and signs. And, and signs. So, yeah. you got some, some Spanish drivers there, but... Um, I mean, they've held a Grand Prix since '91, like you yeah. said, and they've had two Grand Prix in some seasons when Valencia was on the tr- on the on the calendar. So, yeah, I mean, 
that it's interesting. I, I guess it's kind of like in Canada, right? If, right? if we went to certain areas, um, Montreal probably wouldn't be as exciting to some folks. Um, I think the city that we're in probably doesn't care no, too much yeah. for, for Formula no, One. No, it doesn't. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Interesting for sure. They don't. I find people don't really care about uh, Formula One in Montreal. Uh, sorry, Formula One in general. But when it does come to Montreal, a lot of them are pretty excited about it. it yeah, party. It, it is. It, yeah. yeah, it is pretty major. Like I think Pe- we, people show up for sure. I mean, there there's always a ton of people at, at the races, but yeah. it also attracts a lot of uh, people that are close to the border. So like New York or New yeah. Jersey. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. They come down from Detroit as well. So. I think for them it's a lot closer than if they went to obviously Austin, Texas. Right. But uh, in general, the the energy around the Grand Prix weekend here is pretty lively. But the other twenty races, it's kind of uh, yeah, it yeah, is. For sure. <laughs> so so. Not they don't get as excited as Tyler does when uh, Tottenham makes a championship no, final. No, the voice. <laughs> not even close. Um, it'll be interesting this weekend though. How I just rewatched the race from last year just to kind of. You know, get mm-hmm. my bearing straight on on the Barcelona circuit again, and how teams perform that circuit. And Haas had a really strong outing last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if they they come up because they've been struggling so far this year for pace in general. It, it looked promising at the start, uh, especially they look like fucking wankers. <laughs> <laughs> now they do. I, I wonder if he can still live like this um, because like they were great during Barcelona testing, right? Yeah, uh, we haven't seen that this season. Even Australia too, they they had a pretty strong yeah. result. Obviously, minus the uh, Romain Grosjean DNF. Right. But they're really struggling with tires, and and Gunter Steiner said this, um, the the star of the Netflix series, that uh, tires have become a much bigger sort of factor this season than it was in previous seasons. Yeah. And that's where they're really struggling. And we touched upon this in our re- uh, recap of Baku, that it's something that I think Ferrari is is trying to uh, deal with right now at the moment. Red Bull, Renault as well. I mean, mostly all the teams except Mercedes seem to have an issue with the tires. I think Alfa Romeo uh, a little bit better in that midfield too. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, this is a big weekend, uh, you know, getting onto Spain. It's the upgrade race. It is. It's yeah. where all the teams really bring their first major key upgrades of the season. And at race five of the season, this is kind of where we start to get into the seriousness of the championship. Obviously, the first four races are, are as critical as this one and the next five. But at Spain is kind of, you know, the, the turning point. So whatever upgrades that you bring now could kind of make or break your championship season going forward. Absolutely. No, and, and it'll be interesting to see who brings what upgrade. I mean, does Ferrari, do they need a downforce upgrade? Are they going to upgrade their floor? Mercedes, what could they upgrade? I mean, they've been fantastic so far this season. and I don't know what else. What is obviously there's tons of upgrade on that car, but yeah, can they make that car go even faster? Red Bull, maybe they get a Honda um, power unit upgrade. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. So far, from what I'm hearing with the upgrades, uh, so Ferrari is bringing a power unit upgrade. Holy uh, two two races ahead of schedule. They were going to bring this in Canada. Uh, obviously, Canada is usually the time when they switch to a fresh engine. Yeah, and and they bring a, a new engine, but they've moved that ahead for two races. Uh, Shell, which is their oil partner. Um, and, and sorry, not oil, but I think uh, their race fuel yeah, uh, race, mix. Yeah. They've developed new race fuel and I think oil as well. And I think maybe that's why they brought this new engine. Mm-hmm. So Shell, yeah, so Shell has brought that update as well. And Ferrari also bringing upgrades to the chassis. But it seems like the major one is to the power unit, which I thought was interesting. That's very interesting because it's the, already dominant. Yeah. Right. Supposedly. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think that they are slightly better, but like we've talked about in the past three episodes or so, the, the compromises in the corners. And the next two races as well, when you kind of look at it, I mean, Spain or Barcelona, not a power-heavy circuit. I mean, Monaco, obviously not anywhere yeah. close. Uh, Canada is, so you it would make sense. six gears. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, That's true. <laughs> Probably even less. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think f- for me, it, it is at this point, I mean, you got to start winning races. So if this is what it's going to take, then yeah, for sure. And then you're going to deal with maybe penalties later on. But uh, Mercedes have brought some small updates, I think, to uh, their mirrors. Uh, they've got some new mirrors and I think uh, some slight adjustments on the rear wing. Just when I saw a couple of people posted some pictures in the paddock today. Guys, what can we do to fix this car? I don't know. Let's get a new mirror and maybe we'll just, <laughs> we'll just like throw scissors into the wing and make another slit and call it an upgrade. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Apparently, you can get a lot of performance if you change your mirrors, right? I guess. Yeah. Was it this we race saw that last year, Ferrari right? Ferrari had yeah. the ones coming off the halo. Yeah. And that obviously didn't work. No. Well, didn't they banned it, right? after? Oh, uh, did they? I think they did, and, and they made it, they changed the regulation or something. No, that doesn't surprise me. Leave it to Ferrari to push something. It wasn't a bad idea. Illegal I mean, bounds. Yeah. try it. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, Red Bull, I think, uh, they, they've also bring some upgrades too, to, uh, rear wing, front wing, just your kind of, um, I think Christian Horner said it was subtle differences, but I think will improve performance as well. They're struggling with that part of the car, yeah. the rear end, uh, and getting that down for. So, uh, and then Haas, I think as well, bringing a new floor. I think every team, and and the big one too is Racing Point. Racing Point is supposed to have a stupid amount of upgrades, are they not? Yeah, this is a. They said it's a big step. I don't think it's the whole package just yet, but they're really unveiling a, in a way their 2019 car, which is crazy when you think about it. They've been running what's mostly a 2018 car, with modifications to make it the 2019 spec, yeah. and they've scored points in all races. So that's yeah, true. Actually, I forgot about that. Yeah, I mean they've been pretty impressive with. The whole takeover, of course, we were there to see that happen. And, I mean, not results that necessarily that's going to stand out to you. I mean, P9 here, P8 there, obviously really good uh, finish in Baku. But they're points. Exactly. And that's what matters in the end, for money. Mm-hmm. You need to get those points. One, two points. We see how everyone goes crazy for the fastest lap of the race. Yeah. It's one point every race, but it shows you how important one point is in the constructor standings and the driver standings. Yeah, exactly. And... um I think that with the upgrades that they're going to bring now. So, yeah, the, the I think the midfield battle for the next couple of races for sure is going to be between McLaren and Racing Point with these new upgrades. Yeah, and McLaren's impressed me so much this year. I mean, who would have thought that they'd be doing so well? But Lando Norris has come in so strong, so confident in his car, and confident in himself. I mean, he says... I'm the best in the world. I'm the best driver there is. Yeah. Obviously, you have to have the confidence to be to drive in Formula One. But I mean, he's shown it. He's shown he's yeah, one absolutely. of the best right now. It's for sure. a confidence, and he seems like a very down to earth like guy as well. Once you get down, like he see, does. Some of the, see some of the interviews with him. He is cocky, but like, it's not like Max Verstappen cocky. You know? No, like, he's generally a nice. Yeah, guy. he's genuinely not a nice Max person. Dick, no, like, he's not. I don't but, know. You know. Easy on the Dutch fans today, know, boys. <laughs> Sorry, Dutch. No, guys. Well, I'm not. I, I agree with Tyler. I'm not saying he's a dick. But, you know, like, he has that self-confidence. It's like Zlatan Ibrahimovic is self-confidence. A lot of people think it's kind of dickish. But, you know, it's just the person he and is. he's actually and generally he's a, a very genuinely nice guy. He's a genuinely nice person, yeah. I Except- mean, I've never met Max. I, I would love to meet Max. Um, and I'm sure he's a fantastic guy as well. It's just, but like you mean, it's just a different sort of confidence, yes, right? Yes, like, absolutely. But Max knows he's the, he's the best. He wants to be the best. Yeah. 
he wants he knows he's the number one driver. Lando knows the same thing, but at the same time, um, I mean this this guy goes actually I can't even say this he goes in I races like sim because him and Verstappen do it together. So yeah. actually, really, there's not much difference between the two of them. Yeah, yeah. Now that we've broke it down, there is no difference between the two of them. <laughs> I I think if you're backing it up with results, it's not that really it's not cockiness. It's more just confidence. Yeah, confidence in your abilities. Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, we see it with fighters all the time, right? The trash talking and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And people are like, oh, you know, this is so repulsive. But when you're that confident in your abilities, that's that's just how it comes out. So, yeah, yeah Max is that t- that type of guy, too. And he's not going to take any shit from anyone either. No. And that's saw why... saw that with Ocon last year. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and, Ocon uh, is still a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you ask it. <laughs> yeah, and that's why that's why a lot of people love him. And, uh, and, and we really enjoy watching him, too. And, yeah. We're hoping that this race will kind of be, with the upgrades, a little bit of a turning point here for Red Bull. Yeah, I mean, it should be a strong track for Red Bull, you think. Well, he, he won here. This was his first uh, yeah. win, right? Uh, his yeah. first podium. Well, first first place uh, in Spain. So we're well, hoping was when, for he, when Danny Kvyat just got demoted, too. So you know what that means. We need <laughs> we need a Kvyat demotion. <laughs> yeah, speaking of past Red Bull wins, Daniel Ricciardo actually set the lap record here last year. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. I did not know that. I just read it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's okay. You good? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Sorry. Um, no, it, it, yeah. Daniel Ricardo just, I, I got Renault in my, in my <laughs> and I started choking. and. Yeah. Um, somebody was actually making an interesting point to where 2017, where they were struggling at the early point in the season, again, with new aero regulations. And then Spain was kind of afterwards right. when they started to pick it up a little bit, get some better results. So, uh, yeah, maybe Spain, because they know the track so well, they've done thousands and thousands of laps in, in preseason yeah. testing, and they've got the in-season test that's going to follow the race as well. So I'm hoping that, that this will kind of be a, a good spark for Red Bull because it'd just be really nice to see Max Verstappen, because really he's been the only one so far for Red right. Bull, splitting the Mercedes, splitting the Ferrari, and, and getting a three-way fight for Grand Prix wins. I love watching him race. I mean, I don't yeah. think there's anyone who doesn't love watching Max Verstappen race, and it's because he provides those oh-my-God moments. Absolutely, yeah. I, he'll go for those dive bombs. He'll go for those passes. He'll be very aggressive and confident in his car and his abilities. Yeah, he's not afraid to go into it, even though, you know, comparing to last year, we there were some situations where obviously he wasn't the best try, and a lot of drivers wouldn't go for it. But right. like you said, he's... The one confident enough to go do it in his own abilities, you know, to, yeah. He so. will be a world champion. At yeah. Point. Yeah. It's just a question of uh, when. Yeah. Maybe where. Yeah. I think where. Yeah. I think so. You think so? 100%. I could see him getting very frustrated. Red Bull, Red Bull have to keep him if they want it. They have to pre- keep trying to perform well. They have to yeah. get into the top two. Right. If they want to keep him. Yeah. And get into the championship fight. The ball's in his court, essentially, 100%. because yeah, he He's controls the same Danny he controls the outcome of what's going to be his future. Hundred yeah. percent. It's not going to be on any other team or anything like that. It's going to be on him. He he's a great driver, and with, I mean, uh, oh my God, I'm blanking out here. Sebastian Vettel and right. uh, Lewis Hamilton, like you know, they're not old, but you know, they're just getting to their point of being old in F1. Is all I'm saying. I don't think Vettel retires in this like in the near future. I, could see I think Hamilton. Vettel. I can see Hamilton within the next two to three years, and I can see Vettel probably in the next five to seven. I could see Hamilton once he beats all of the records. Let me tell you, Hamilton should retire after that outfit he wore at that awards fucking what thing. Did, a couple, oh my god! We'll have to pull it. We'll have to show it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know <laughs> what he wore. That up. So. 
Oh, I, I got to show you a picture of that. I don't. It looks, uh, looks great. I don't understand. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't. Like, like I'm not a fashion guy. Like, I, I obviously you could probably tell that I don't dress very fancy. I, I you like match. casual and I like comfortable. Ferrari shirt. You're, with you're a fr- matching today, man. You're, you're pretty on point. Ferrari <laughs> earphones. I'm wearing Toronto Raptors sweatpants for God's sakes. I don't put That's much true. thought into this. <laughs> um, but yeah, so apparently this is the uh, Met Gala, whatever that is. Probably some gathering of useless celebrities. You know what? I disagree um, with you. That's quite nice. Let's see. Quite I really nice. like that. He looks like Let me Prince. See this. I love it. <laughs> oh I man, actually, that's that's pretty. That that that's looks really pretty nice. good. Yeah, that's okay. pretty well done. Yeah, he looks really good. good on he that. looks he looks like the inside of a meteorite. <laughs> <laughs> he looks fantastic in that photo. He, but he does yeah, look he, good. I agree. I, I I actually agree too. You know, it looks like something I could put on my countertop. Uh, maybe granite or something. Yeah, with this no, design I. And, <laughs> yeah, probably actually. Um, I guess poll down below. Do you like Lewis's <laughs> outfit? Oh my God, or TMZ? Yeah, Jesus. Uh, yeah, because I quite like it actually. All right, it's not too bad. That's my it's personally favorite. something I wouldn't wear, but I think it looks pretty. See, good. I would wear it. Ah, I don't know. I'll, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if you that. can look at it. I, it's Lewis Hamilton, so he can pull off pretty much anything. He can. Because what are you going to say? He's a, a four-time, yeah. five-time world champion, right? Um, but yeah. Anyways, yeah, I don't think that uh, Vettel or Hamilton will stick around for very long. Yeah. If uh, if anybody caught that uh, Sky Sports interview with uh, Sebastian Vettel on uh, the previous race, I think he hinted there like he doesn't care about legacy and records and things. He wants to win a championship with Ferrari, that's for sure, and he's made it clear. But I don't think that he wants to stick around to break any records or he'll stay around if he really loves it. But right. to me, he's a guy that within probably three to four years, especially if he wins with Ferrari, will retire and we won't really hear from him again. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't think of it that way, but yeah, that's interesting. But I, I totally see that in Vettel compared to like Hamilton or oh, like Vettel's so laid back. Yeah, just kind of whatever. Yeah. He doesn't care what people think. I mean, well, it's kind of like the Valtteri Bottas and Lewis Hamilton relationship or partnership. It's the complete opposite, where yeah. Lewis Hamilton's kind of this like standout guy, standout yeah. as in he stands out in front of a lot of people, a lot of people, not <laughs> as in being a great person. I'm sure he is, maybe. I don't know. But, and then you compare Valtteri Bottas, and he's very... You don't see him out in the media as much. You don't no. see him like speaking out as much as Lewis Hamilton does. You won't so. see Valtteri at, a, at the Met Gala. No, no exactly. So. And if you do, he'll be wearing just a tuxedo mm-hmm. and not that. I, if he's that. He, shorts and t-shirt kind of guy. That's Reichen. Reichen would show <laughs> up yeah, like, yeah. a muscle shirt or something like that with khakis and just... Kimmy, who are you wearing? I don't know, man. I put this on in the morning. (laughs) Who's your inspiration for your outfit? Me. Me. (laughs) Wow, what do you think? It's close. Um, Knowing Kimmy, he'd show up drunk to the Met Gala. I think everyone shows up drunk to the Met Gala. Oh, I don't know. You have to look like that. If I'm a celebrity, I'd show up drunk to everywhere. Well, you got to be invited to that gala. It's not like one of those things you just show up for. Well, try, imagine yeah. trying to have conversation with the no, celebrities. Sorry, you have to buy into that gala. That's oh. what it is. That's what it, you have to you buy. Serious? Yeah, it's, I think the Met Gala is the one you need to buy into. That's stupid. Listen, you got to be intoxicated to you talk to what? those people. You can buy into our podcast instead. How about that? <laughs> Yep. That's money well spent. It Very is. well spent. <laughs> For a dollar a day, you could feed this hungry Spurs fan, and we're not hungry anymore. <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? We You're are still hungry. hungry. You we're still hungry need for the, the title. Ch- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, this is as good as it's going to get for us, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Liverpool still holding on to their Champions League win from 2007, yeah. nine, something like that. I think it was no nine was yeah. Anyways, sounds like was, Sebastian Vettel still yeah. hanging on to still. their 
previous glory. Still hanging on to the Red Bull days. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Um, how did we get on to, to I, Vettel? I don't know. Well, we actually, um, Matt Gala. Matt Gala, Lewis yeah. Hamilton were in the suit. Another segue. <laughs> <laughs> this is a weird podcast. I think this is a very informative preview, actually. Um, yeah, we haven't, like, oh, there's maybe been like 10 minutes of preview. And yeah. The rest have just been. We'll get into it. Don't worry. But the segue I wanted to say was that uh, with Ferrari, Mercedes, Hamilton, and Vettel, is that they're looking like they're going to be in the season two of Netflix series. Oh, good. Oh, are they? Yeah, according awesome. to Sean Bratches of uh, F1, that they're likely to be in season two. Perfect. That's what we want. So, Well, are they just saying that and then they're going to drop out last minute? Uh, well, if they have the footage of them from the first five races, they'll have something of them. Yeah, I, I think they probably work something out with them. Okay, okay, well, that's good. So, right, maybe fingers they, crossed. Maybe they watch the series and realize, oh, they're actually not showing all the technical parts. Yeah, well, maybe right. it'll be okay. Because nobody cares about the te- well, other yeah. than hardcore fans like yeah. us. But, like, yeah. at the same time, you're not watching that for the technical parts. You, you watch Sky Sports for the for story, that. yeah. You're, you're watching, watching it for, for the story. story. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, and what better story than two world champions? Exactly. Multiple-time yeah. world champions, so... Yeah, um, I, I guess because this is the preview, let's get into uh, the track. Uh, yeah, I interesting track. Yeah, what's the, uh, you got it pulled up there, the circuit uh, length there. It um, is 4.655 kilometers. There you mm. go, down to the last nano kilometer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> last <laughs> that decimal. doesn't exist. There you go. Um, and then the full race distance is 307.1 kilometers. Yep, 66 laps. And like we mentioned before, all these drivers, they know this track very well. This was resurfaced last season. Um, after yeah, and remember last year during the race, everyone struggled for grip to start yeah. off. I mean, Grosjean had that spin and then took out half the field. You think he makes it through turn one this time? Uh, someone's not making it through turn <laughs> one. <laughs> well, he's only had that one bad race but it wasn't really bad that's when uh he got hit by danny ricardo just last race i don't think he's, yeah that's nice. i can't think of it yeah i don't think there's any other situation other than that i mean obviously he hasn't performed and yeah i think magnuson has slow, slightly outdone him continuing yeah. on yeah. to uh to this season but uh i would agree yeah yeah i mean we'll see what happens with roman going on to the season but um and, yeah, so the the track resurfacing, it, it's rubbered in a little bit now, so it's kind of yeah. back to the way it was before. But it's not as abrasive of a surface as it was in the previous years before the resurfacing. Which is too bad, because uh, we need more two-stop <clears throat> races. Yeah, I know. Last year, I think the winning strategy was a one-stop. Yeah. Um, I think some of the, the midfield pack had three stops. Um, but, you know, that's for the top teams, it's really going to be a one-stopper. Yeah. They brought the hardest compounds, so C1, oh, C2, and C3. It's definitely a one-stop. But the good news is is that the C1 is actually a bit softer than last year's hard. So. <laughs> why do they change the names? Like, why? I know, why? we got used to it, and yeah, then they were like, like, aha, no. It's the most frustrating thing. It's like, oh, oh, yeah, you got used to those? Sure, let me, let's just change it for this season, too. Like, Oh, frustrating. We, I, we probably said it at the beginning of last season. Like, oh, there's like seven different tires. Yeah, there's like there's 14 different tire hyper. compounds. And, and now we're like, can we have a pink sidewall back, please? I, yeah. I actually didn't mind it. And like, going back on it now, I'm like, actually, I understood that a lot easier. Yeah. yeah. No, it made a lot more sense. Because now you're looking at it like, well, is the C5 the hyper or is it the ultra? Or like, Oh, well, it's you just the know. softest. It's the softest. Okay, yeah. well, whatever. So it's a bit, a bit complicated. Uh, so, yeah, they are bringing the hardest compounds and just bringing up the tire allocations for each team. Ferrari have gone with a little bit more of an aggressive... Um, tire allocation so Vettel is bringing nine sets of the uh, super well super soft 
of the C3 of the red. And same with uh, Charles Leclerc. Although Leclerc has opted to take one less of the C2 mediums. And uh, Vettel is only going to have one of the C1, so the hard tire. Uh, the most interesting thing on that chart is both McLarens taking three of the hard tires. Correct. That confirms to me that they're going to be running one of those in the race and that they're going for a one-stop and a long finish. They can start on the, on the softs, I guess the red, and one-stop on the on the white walls. I think, I I think, think that's it, obvious. Yeah, it, it might seem like Ferrari's going a little bit more aggressive if they're yeah. using that extra medium. Um, and yeah, Vettel, uh, also Valtteri Bottas only has one set of the of the white hard C1 tires. So they might be looking at a, a two-stop as well. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, qualifying is very crucial at this track because overtaking is difficult. Yeah. We saw some phenomenal overtakes from Sebastian Vettel in 2017 on uh, Valtteri Bottas. One on Hamilton that didn't necessarily go so well, but was great racing. Yeah. And that's the Vettel that we want to see. That's the racing that we want to see. So it is possible to overtake in this track, but it is very difficult at the you, end of the day. You have to set it up. You have to set it up. And, and maybe it's going to be easier this year with these cars in the following. Uh, they're supposed to be easier to follow. I mean, for me, right away, I, I can't think of the turn numbers. Um, but there's that, that fast right-hander with the sand pit right beside uh, the gravel trap going up the hill, or oh, so you couldn't tell you. <laughs> um, and then I think it's turn ten. Yeah, and then going into the hairpin. Yep. Yep. Ten to eleven. Thank no, you. no, sorry, that's uh... that would be thirteen, I think. Because the hit. Yes, it is turn thirteen. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it, it's that swooping uphill, right? Yeah, and then that you... follows the DRS zone. Is that the one that you're yeah. thinking of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, so it's that 12. hard left turn to loop around, and then turn twelve, then turn thirteen is right. Turn thirteen is right before the hairpin, which yeah. is fourteen yep. and fifteen. Okay, I think that's the right one. I mean that—that that is that. really your heaviest you braking zone. Uh, no, I don't actually I have it on my phone. I have it in my head. <laughs> um, I'm not as smart as you guys. No. No. Uh, well, you have, you have your phone on you too. You're, you're which which corner are you thinking nine? of? Yeah, I'm thinking of turn nine. That's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, we got to get a monitor in here too. It, <laughs> it was easier in our previous studio. Um, it is nine to ten. I'm talking about. Yeah? Okay. Okay. I I was thinking of the it, one after the the. Tenders. Yeah, no, I see what you're talking about. Like, if you can follow well through nine in that very fast right hander, uh, you can set up a move on the inside or on the outside, um, into turn ten. Yeah. Sorry, I heard hard right-hander, not fast hard. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that that makes a lot more. Maybe sense. I was thinking because it's very hard yeah. to do as a driver because maybe yeah, I did yeah. say hard, but yeah, <laughs> it is very like that's a, that's a tough corner. I always mess it up on F1 games. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, and you know when we look at the first two three corners as well in the lap, I mean very demanding on the tires. Obviously, that's why they're bringing the harder of the compounds because this track does take a lot out of the tires as well. But it, it's a great area to watch the cars how they yeah. able to just get that grip to go right through that swooping right it hand really or is. turn three it's really impressive so yeah qualifying very important mercedes have had a lot of good success in the turbo hybrid era they've won every single race except obviously when verstappen won in 2016 yeah. fingers crossed that we might get some mercedes contact in this race you never know <laughs> it, it has happened before but um so yeah, what else? Uh, what else about this track that uh, that I'm trying to think of? Turn one is dangerous. Yeah, lap one, turn one, and you know if you're thinking of using that escape 
off to the side there, there's some pretty big uh, bollards that yeah. are there that can really do some damage to your car, especially the floor. Was, was that bollards? Bollards? No, no, no. But uh, who <laughs> ran that last year? Was that uh, Fernando? That ran like right through it. Was Somebody did. Somebody yeah, did. I think I know I what, what you're talking about. Yeah, I can't remember now. Was it at Spain though? Was it Ocon? Possibly. Oh, maybe. To, to be honest with you, I don't remember much about Spain last year about the race. I, I think that's why I had to rewatch it. I was like, yeah. "Oh, what happened?" Um, and for, well, for me, obviously, it was a big crash. But it was very Mercedes yes. dominant. Lewis won by twenty five seconds or something. Like yeah. That. yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's why it's a race not to remember. Yeah. Correct, correct. As are the first three or four of the season yeah, as pretty, well. So pretty much. Um, but I, I'm interested to see what these Ferrari upgrades are going to bring. Mm-hmm. Um, as we kind of get into now our our predictions. I mean, nothing short of a must one-two now for Ferrari in this race. Yeah, they've got to really start to claw things back here, and they have to do it by winning races. But it's not their track, and that's the issue. It was their track in in February. That's true. It but, was. You're right. But we're in May now. It's a lot warmer. I think they favor the cooler conditions to their car. But maybe they can regain that testing magic that they had a couple months back. They're comfortable here. Vettel is comfortable in Barcelona, so maybe they'll find whatever they had in February with these upgrades. Mm-hmm. The one thing that I will say about Vettel, and I think this is where his experience comes in, he seems very calm and relaxed. Yeah. Like, for, for Stop, a guy... sorry. <laughs> he is so there. zoned out. Oh, okay. Zoned it was so funny. Hard. I, I thought, like, you were disagreeing <laughs> no, or something. No, okay. no, I, like, completely zoned out it there. Was very I'm funny. sorry. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was, like, glass in his eyes. I was like, someone's... There's someone breaking I'm it. like, did I say something controversial? <laughs> no, no, no. no, that's not me. <laughs> it distracted me. Yeah. So sorry, go ahead. That's all right. Um, no, and I just noticed that after the interviews on last race, right. I-, I thought he was going to be way more dejected when he got out of the car, but he seemed fairly reflective and, and somewhat positive. It's and like he's going through one of those like spiritual life journeys. I hope not, but <laughs> I hope he doesn't become one of those. But m- maybe he knows something that we don't, that it is maybe true that they have the best car. They just haven't unlocked it yet. Yeah, maybe. So maybe the spirit well, is pretty high at the factory, and they're when just are they going to unlock paid. it? Well, yeah. I mean, you only got so many more races yeah. before Mercedes are pulled away. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, maybe last year you unlocked it at the beginning of the year, and then somehow locked it back up it like halfway through yeah, the season. Like, yeah. Oh, just kidding. Maybe that's where Ferrari fans can find some optimism. Is you want to be leading the championship at, at the, the end of the year, right? Maybe. Not at the beginning, but. Last year, I mean, they had some race wins in the first yeah, five races. Yeah. So. yeah, I mean, like the one-two. There's with one-two wins for, for uh, with Mercedes throughout it. And like, you can you really have a lot of hope for them to uh, claw back a little bit? Because it's there's still a pretty big difference between the uh, standings, isn't there? Yeah, there it's is. seventy-four in the constructors, and I think what was it thirty-five or thirty-six in the drivers between yeah. uh, Vettel and and Valtteri. So it, it's got to start here, and that's why I'm saying with Red Bull as well. If Red Bull improve. And Verstappen starts splitting the Mercedes, which I think it will be tough. But we could see some interesting shakeups there. Yeah. So it's all going to come down to qualifying. You know, guys, going into this race, ignore everything that anybody says about, especially if it's coming from Mercedes about Ferrari's pace, about how they yeah, look for the you, weekend. You, you got to wait until Saturday. They said Q3. that for four weeks in a row, and yeah. it's been the opposite for four weeks in a row. Yeah. yeah. And we're not even gonna gonna go down that road. I I think that Mercedes are coming into this weekend very strong, yeah. but they're also coming in as the hunted. So Ferrari, they've got a lot to make up here, and this is where it has to start. Even though we said that in Baku, and 
it almost seemed like it was going to happen, but that crash happened. So qualifying going to be very critical. Yeah. If they can lock out that front row like they did in Bahrain and then bring home a 1-2 finish, and it'll like, go a long don't way. Don't crash in the turn one. Correct. Yeah, that's major. And then, you know, figure it out from there. And then just block the Mercs the rest yeah, of the way. And, pretty much. And bring it home if you can. So, uh, yeah. But um, race predictions, are we going to do them? Yeah, why not? Let's do it now. I think... I think you're the only one that maybe even got one right so far. <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, was it Leclerc? It was Leclerc. We, we did some predictions for you the last Basically preview. one. <laughs> did you? Yeah. I think you said Danny Kvyat was going to win the race. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that is correct. Close, right? <laughs> um, Danny Kvyat was Which should have won, and then Kubica and uh, having his first podium back. <laughs> Which, by the way, actually, relating to that Kvyat-Ricardo incident... Ricardo does have a three-place grid penalty for oh, start of this right. race. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, Almost I forgot, forgot about that. that. Yeah. <laughs> good point. Um, but all right, podium from uh, one, two, three. Who you got? Uh, I'm going first. Yep. Uh, Valtteri Bottas will win the first. Spanish Grand Prix. Solid choice. Uh, second will be Max Verstappen. And I'm okay with this right now. <laughs> <laughs> Number three will be Sebastian Vettel. Okay. 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 And uh, and the reason why I don't have Lewis in there is because he hasn't had any issues so far this year. So something has to go wrong. Something's got to go wrong. Okay. Um, and your kind of X factor, or maybe other drivers to look out for. Any any predictions there? Uh, both McLarens, and I think they finished uh, either f- like five six or f- or someone's up in fourth. Wow, or, five six. Okay. Like they're gonna be. I think they're gonna be up high. Five six. I'm gonna go five six. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll be ambitious. Okay. There'll be some retirement somewhere. We'll hold you to that. We'll hold you to that. Danny, um, or not Danny Hugh yet. Um, Pierre Gas will finish 18th or something like that. So <laughs> we don't have to worry about one Red Bull. Daniel Ricciardo will not finish again. Oh, I hope oh, he does. I, don't know. I hope he does. He's... Go go ahead. Yeah. Uh, okay. So <laughs> I, I was contemplating just going with uh, the status quo, which was the first four races and another Mercedes 1 2. Mm. But since I got my new shirt, Oh, it is a really nice shirt, by the way. Thank you. (laughs) We will, uh, if you guys are interested in these kind of shirts, there's a great website that we could provide you guys. Not a sponsor, but maybe should be. Um, They do some, a lot of great F1 merchandise and it all comes from like fan artists. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So yeah, I've been looking on, on it. It's a fantastic site. Yeah. So all the stickers that you see on, uh, on my laptop and, and these shirts, they, they're done by artists. And then this, this company just prints them. Yeah. Um, so they, they do everything. I mean, if you want a Max Verstappen pillowcase, oh, if you want, want one of those, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you want a Lewis Hamilton duvet cover, I mean, whatever you, could you want. You have Lewis's Ham- Lewis Hamilton's face in your chest. You could snuggle yep. up every, with Lewis Hamilton you could. every night. Every night. Exactly. Pretty wow. sweet. We should be. We're good promoters. Exactly. <laughs> what, is, what are they called again? Uh, Redbubble.com. Sponsor us. And they don't just do F1, it's everything. Like, whatever yeah. you're a fan of. Sponsor us. You could probably get Tottenham Hotspur stuff on there as well. So You go on the team site for that. We need more money. <laughs> <laughs> we need more money. Prices are reasonable, though. Just saying. They are. They are. Shout out. Not a sponsor, but open to being sponsored. You can sponsor us. There you go. Um, where was I with this again? Race predictions. Race predictions. Yes. Yeah, so, I didn't want to go status quo with Mercedes. And I'm just going to say that it, it has to change. 2019 is not going to be like the other Mercedes domination years. So I'm going to keep my faith in Ferrari. I don't know why. Yeah, it's bold. And I'm going to say Ferrari finishes 1-2 in this race. Wow. Vettel 1. That's Leclerc 2. Wow. I think that 
some of the upgrades that they'll bring will bring them a little bit of performance at this track and will regain their testing form. And I think Sebastian will get on pole and Leclerc will finish behind in uh, P2. P3, I'm going to go with Valtteri. I think Valtteri continues. So you don't have the Mercedes crashing into each other. No, but I was going to say, I think Valtteri squeezes Hamilton in an on-track battle yeah. within Ooh. the first couple laps for mm, position. Yeah, they, they got to redeem themselves after the last race mm. and have a good on-track battle. Yeah. yeah. Um, Shaker, who's your X-Factor? Oh, yeah, that's true. Sorry. Uh, I'll go Racing Point, double points oh, finish. Wow. Double and, points and Racing Point. I, I think I'll have them around their six or seven. I, okay. I think so kind of like where my McLarens are. Yep. Fair. I think their new package will impress people, and I think Stroll will finally get out of Q1 in, in oh, this okay. uh, in this session. And, uh, yeah, Perez is going to deliver as well in qualifying I, in the race. I honestly forgot about racing points, so good job. But but I do agree with McLaren as well. I think McLaren and also Alfa Romeo could have another strong mm, weekend. Yeah, that's so. true. That's that's my predictions. Shaker you guys aren't gonna like my X. Factor. Oh, it's gonna be like your X factor or your predictions. Ah, uh, my predictions are actually very similar to you guys. It's okay. probably a mix of both. Um, I'm going Valtteri first. Uh, I have faith him in faith in him this year. I think he I think he has it. Um, I'm gonna go Max for stopping second. Okay, so that's why I was like I'm okay with your choices right now. Um, and then I'm going Charles Leclerc. Third, okay, actually. So you're switching. Yeah. Mine uh, where Vettel. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I, uh, I really want Vettel to have a really good race, but with the issues that he's had so far, and with them adding upgrades to their car, I, mm, I don't know how it's going to go. And I think Charles has a better handle of his car so far. That's the only reason I'm putting him in third. Otherwise, I would be putting Vettel. Um, and then my X factor is Daniel Ricciardo. Whoa. <laughs> Because I think Bonjour, Monsieur. I think, Ça va? I think when the decks are stacked against him, I think that's when Daniel Ricardo performs the best. And he's already had three use a three grid penalty for this one. Yeah, three place, yeah. Set the lap record last year, and this is right before Monaco, and he usually likes to step up right before Monaco. So I I think I'm gonna put Daniel Ricardo okay. uh coming in uh between sixth to eighth place for this one. Mm, okay. Impressive. But I do like both of your guys' choices. I would have actually gone with Tyler's choice of McLaren. Ah. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going to go with Danny Ricardo just to be different. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Stop being them, right? Yeah. <laughs> we, it says stop being them. Looking right? to score his first points with that helmet. He, should go, he should go back to the Honey Badger. F1 1000 one. Yeah, that was a nice one. That was a very I nice really like that one. As it's right there. Yep. I think he's just nice. going to lick it and send it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to have to to get that Renault from, up in the from points. From turn 9 to turn 10, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as I mentioned. Yeah, he needs a good weekend, and, and just Renault as well. So uh, hopefully Baku was a good wake-up call for teams yeah, like hopefully. Renault and Ferrari as well. Well, that's the other thing. I really – I know Renault lost some money with the whole Red Bull deal this year. So Did I mean, they really, though? I don't know. There's probably a lot I of mean, bluffing going on like, there. Yeah, like they could have lost money, but they also probably like also lost all the stress of having to deal with them. Which is in turn like free money. Yeah, it's your livelihood. But I think it was more of a stress for Red Bull than it was for Renault. I don't know. I don't think so. It might have been equal. You think? I think probably more stress for Red Bull just because they were competing for race wins, whereas Renault wasn't really competing for much other than points. Yeah. And it, maybe just just sending your engines to McLaren might be a little bit easier. Although McLaren is almost their direct competitor now going forward instead of Red Bull. So. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Mm. Yeah. Um, I really want them to step it up, but we'll, 
It might not happen. Yeah. I'm going to go for it. I'll well, see what they can do, uh, what uh, Danny Rick can do in Monaco. Yeah. That'll be in our Monaco preview. Yeah, for sure, which is coming up. Um, but from this race, from the Spanish preview, is there anything else uh, that we no, no, nothing, need to touch on? Nothing for me, I don't think. No. Yeah, I'm trying to think, but... Uh, uh, the new F1 game looks fantastic. Looks brilliant. It looks really, really good. Yeah, really I might good. actually buy it this year. I actually I got some... Uh, I signed up to be like a beta tester. Oh, okay. And they actually like... They sent an email. They're like, oh, like you've been selected to oh, cool. beta test the, the F1 2019. I don't know like how much access you get to it, but... Yeah, that's sweet. I'm sure you get early access. Yeah, I'm waiting on that. So hopefully uh, we can get that soon and then we'll release some uh, footage. By the way, if you guys haven't seen uh, Codemasters released oh. to YouTubers, not us, but uh, prominent YouTube gamers, uh, what yeah, the new game looks you like. You go on... I, I watched my, that my video. favorite one, Tiamat Marduk. He has, yeah, that, yeah, him. Yeah, he's yeah. very good. Uh, wow. I mean, fantastic. Yeah. They showed a side by side snapshot, and I was like, wait a minute. The one on the right is real, or is a, is the video game? They've done a fantastic yeah. job improving the graphics. See, they probably showed that footage in 4K, and a majority of the people are probably still playing on 1080, so it might look a little bit different when you come back to that. But it still looks it's still amazingly like well done. The sheen, the lighting, the yeah. way the well, it it made me look into a steering wheel as soon as I wa- yeah. watched the trailer. Yeah. I'm I like, know. oh, I kind of want one. I've been looking into one too. They're yeah. just expensive. I gotta get yeah. you guys over one day, and we'll yeah. uh, do yeah. some you do, do some racing on there. Yeah, I one day I think I'll get one of those uh, fanatic steering wheels, even though they cost like a couple grand, but. Yeah. Um, one day for for a good setup but they they've improved a lot and apparently they're going to use uh, this is a rumor i heard that they're going to use some of the broadcast graphics as well oh lovely oh nice so that would add a lot to it and it, i don't know if you guys noticed too but the engine sound is oh, almost spot on perfect last yeah, season i can totally see that i i only thought that they really got ferrari correct in the 2018 game and the other ones were a bit off but the renault engine i mean almost spot on yeah it did sound really good yeah but you do bring up a good point. I think you know they were running it on the best graphics cards that they oh, have yeah. in 4K. So um, probably will still look great in in 1080. But I was gonna say if you uh, if you look at some of the Forza games the last few years, they've looked very realistic. Not as great as they've done it, but Forza still had quite a lot of highlights. And Forza Horizon 3, like it it looks really good. I think the biggest thing for Forza Horizon was how the water droplets and stuff looked like they were coming mm. off the car. Mm-hmm. And I think. Uh, F1 have done it just slightly more realistic, but yeah, it should be good. Yeah, I noticed that too when going under lights, there's a reflection on the top yeah, of the car, which exactly. is very cool. Yeah, it looks very nice. So yeah, yeah, that game's coming out in uh, a little over a month. So uh, yeah, we'll stay uh, up to date with that if uh, if I get to test the game when it comes out earlier, then uh, we'll try and get you some uh, content from that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just before we wrap up, I did hear uh, a, a rumor going around or some news going around that uh, the Brazilian president said that the race in 2020 will be going to Rio de Janeiro. So Ooh. not like where they had the Ypri. I have no idea. I don't know if there's a track in Rio de Janeiro. They had an Ypri there. Okay. But would I hope p- it's not the Formula E track they're going to because that's just a shit show. Would it be a city track then? Yeah, it would have to be. Yeah, be I'm not I sure. love Interlagos. That that's great. That go. That would, Rio City track would be really good. It, it would be, but yeah. Interlagos. I read it as a headline just before I came over, so I didn't read into the article, I will admit. But uh, I don't know if it's confirmed yet. Obviously, uh, mm. a, a lot of things swirled around. And another one that swirled around was that uh, the Dutch Grand Prix was going to come back in 2020 good. and kick off the European season. Instead right. of it should. So It should. 100%. That'd be sweet. Be- go to Belgium, uh, Netherlands, and then go to Germany. And then that Italy. would be, uh, yeah. That would be actually a pretty good combination, yeah, yeah for Max. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Go to Austria, uh, <laughs> Netherlands, and then Belgium. 
be a pretty sweet couple of races. You can throw Hungary in there somewhere too. Yeah, true. Exactly. Yeah, they all make it out to those races. Yeah. So it is the uh, start of the European season, and I do quotation marks because they it's go like Spain, the Monaco, half. Canada. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, although Montreal, I mean, it's a fairly uh, very European town. European city. Yeah. So. Yeah. If you look at any of the architecture, it's very very yeah. European. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that'll be it for us uh, in this episode. Uh, if there's nothing else from uh, no. from well, YouTube. Okay, great. So uh, you still have about a day and a half or so to get your F1 fantasy teams in. Um, we'll post out those standings before the race. Uh, the, the leaderboard is heating up there. So make sure you got the right drivers picked in for this race. Safe bet to probably go with Mercedes, with Ferrari. But the X Factors, I think, is where you can make up a lot of points. The, yeah. the turbo drivers there. So yeah. Racing Point is bringing some upgrades. McLaren has some good form. Kimi Raikkonen as well. So... Just some names thrown around there. Although, don't take it from me because I'm like second to dead last. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, make your up your own mind uh, in that case. And as usual, subscribe to us down below. Uh, we're approaching uh, 600 subscribers. Mm -hmm. So, uh, we're still trying to get uh, our podcast optimized the best for search optimization and all that jazz so that, you know, people can find us a lot easier. Yeah. We know... Uh, by the way, if you want to search us on iTunes, you have to write the backmarkers F1 show. Otherwise, there'll be another podcast that ended back in 2013 will show up. So you have to write F1 we show. We were not around in 2013. No. 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 Correct. We didn't even know each other in 2013. That's, That's actually right. correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, yeah. No, we well, wouldn't we know each other. Well, we somewhat knew each other. But. Yeah. But so, yeah, do keep that in mind if you do want to search our podcast on iTunes. Yeah, it is available on iTunes. Um, I think we fixed the issue with some of the refreshing. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot of podcast apps out there that if you search our show, like Shaker said, with the full name, you will find us there. So if you want to get it on the go, uh, of course, YouTube is our main thing. So that's where you'll find us first. But uh, we're slowly getting it out to uh, as many platforms as we can. So, yeah. I think uh, that's it. We appreciate you guys, and thanks for following us and listening as always. And, uh, yeah, we should be back after the race uh, oh, for our recap. Yeah. Good? Good to go. You're still a happy man? I'm a very happy man. All right. We'll let you go then. Thanks, guys. Right, we'll thank see you, you after the race. <laughs>